I know you're going to dig this. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Welcome to the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, at Z and Clay, broadcasting from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the syllabus, is getting you paid. Making a business boom is what we do. You can do it, let us show you. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. It's the Thrive Time Show, and away we go. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. In three, two, one, here we go. All right, all right, all right, and all right, Thrive Nation. Welcome back to The Conversation. You are listening to The Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And normally, I am joined with Dr. Robert Zellner, but he is out yet again expanding his entrepreneurial empire. And so today, I am going to be with you solo. And to make it kind of fun and to to spice it up and to bring a little flavor, what we're going to do today is we're going to be playing audio from this past weekend's workshop. Our next workshop, I'm being told, is not until um, December. And so I believe our next workshop is going to be in December. And so if you want to get those tickets, you have time to do that. Um, But our next conference will be in December. And so we had people at this conference from uh, California, from uh, Tennessee. We had people from uh, Texas. We had people from New York. We had quite a few uh, people from all over the country at this, at this, uh, from California, uh, we had a, just a fabulous workshop. Some great people attended. It was awesome meeting each and every one of you. And Chad from Long Island, you absolutely nailed the the role playing. It was unbelievable, my friend. You killed it. So, uh, but anyway, Thrive Nation, what we're going to do is we're going to play an excerpt from this weekend's workshop. And and this portion that we're going to tune into is the portion of the program where I'm teaching specifically the mindset of a successful entrepreneur versus the mindset of a failing entrepreneur. A entrepreneur, someone who wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't quite make it. They did, we're contrasting the difference of the mindset between a successful entrepreneur and somebody who just wants to be a successful entrepreneur but never quite gets there. So without any further ado, we're going back to the conference. Now let's get into the world of entrepreneurship. So what happens is you have a product or a service, and you've been told your whole life that you are exceptional, and that there's a, there's a bias out there for the idea, right? Isn't there a bias? Oh, I have a new idea. I've got a new idea. I've got a new idea. I should start a business, right? A new idea. The problem is, is isn't, there, isn't there an excitement about the new idea? Isn't there not an excitement about the new car? The new girlfriend? The new house? New car smell. Oh my gosh, it smells terrific. It smells like pine trees. I love, I don't know what it is about the new car. I love the, the, the smell of new and fresh debt. I mean, cars. So there's a new. So what happens is, is people come to motivational seminars, workshops, and they want to learn a new thing. But nobody wants to focus on the thing you've got, the one you're with. Right? So if you're married, you remember the wedding day? Ba-da-ba-da, ba-da-ba-da, 
my mom is freaking out. We spent like 20 grand on this. Hopefully it's not hot. Holy crap, it's raining. I think I ruined my wedding. Right? The wedding. So then, but you get married, and now, and now, and now, you, that's, that's the one you're with. And a lot of people are looking for the new thing. They want infatuation. Do they not? That's not love, though, right? I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. That song, remember that song? 80s song, correct? Okay, but the thing is, love, I'm working with it. It's, 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 is it not commitment? Is it not diligence? Is it not committing? So you should write this down, Proverbs 10.4. Proverbs 10.4 says, God blesses the hand of the diligent, and he punishes the hand of the slackered. Diligence means the steady application of effort. What does this all mean? What I'm saying is, is that if you diligently put forth effort towards a given activity and you refuse to stop, you will win. But if you put forth effort into something only when it feels good, you will lose. That comes to fitness, right? Fitness? That comes, you watch Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's an interview with him. They said, how do you know if you're getting better for fitness? He goes, uh, whenever you're in pain, do three more reps. And I thought, that's pretty profound. So in sales, whenever you get rejected, three more reps. So business, marriage. Whenever you've really said something stupid, like I told you guys I would mention this, but Vanessa, we were on like our second timeshare in Vegas where you're not thinking, oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> I told them they, they finally they wore her down. It was like hours. We're in that. They divide, you know. And I think when you, then you get back to the hotel room and you're like, I can't believe I married this man. But that's where you decide whether you're committed or it's just, a, you know, till death till we part unless we feel like it. Does it make sense? So your business, I, I want to make sure you're getting this idea. Dr. Zellner has this rule, and I want you to write this rule down. Dr. Zellner says that this is all over here. Just find, find places to write down, page 7. He says, Dr. Zellner has told me this a thousand times. If he's told me a thousand times, it feels like a million times. He says, Clay, you got to be the pig at breakfast and not just the chicken. Marshall, what does that mean? It means the chicken just showed up to work that day. The pig gave its life. So if you're not going to, and, and who here has been to the men's restroom? Do you see a little picture I have that points at the urinal that says if you're not willing to work on your business for five years without any positive feedback, put your dreams here and it points to the urinal? Sorry, ladies, I didn't get inspired to write in the ladies' restroom there. But the point is, is that so many people are like, oh my gosh, are, not, are we getting traction? Are we getting traction? I don't know if I'm getting traction. I'm not getting, I don't feel like I'm getting traction here. I think I want to quit. I think I want to stop. I want to. I don't know if I get any traction. You know why? Because you're watching stuff that's not. You're. you're compa How many ladies know about Photoshop on magazine covers? Come on, come on, ladies. You know about this. Now, when you see this, are are uh, what 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 typically happens? The lady gets the photo shoot, and she's like 40, right? The lady in the photo shoot sees 40, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, she looks so good. Well, you'd look great too after four hours of Photoshop, right?" Felicia. Talk to me about some Photoshop. Is that not a thing? That's totally a thing. So she's one of our editors. She could, she could even make me look good. Claire, we're going to have to remove your face and put Jim Cathcart's face on you, but then after that, you'll be fine. We'll keep your body, but we won't actually use your body. We'll use Marshall's body and Cathcart's face, but the photo of you will be great. I mean, but you know what I'm saying. So the point is, let's go to now page 55. So let's play the game. It's a trivia game. So 
Bill Gates started Microsoft in 1975, but it took him until 1986 until he got that deal with Microsoft. Somebody with a calculator from 1975 to 1986, how many years is that? 11. Calm down if your business is not profitable in week one. Crap, because nobody gives a crap. You know, I made, I made 18 sales calls and nobody said yes. So. No, see, that's how I sound now because I'm a jerk. Let's go back to my younger self, though. 18 years ago, this was me. Vanessa would go out. She would go to Office Depot. Remember, you used to walk there. 71st in uh, Lewis. She's walking there in the heat, going to Office Depot. We can't afford air conditioning because her idiot husband decided to spend all of their money, I asked first, on Yellow Page ads. And this was my marketing team. This was my backpack. I, you, typically what you do is you wear it on one shoulder because you're cool. And you go out and you market, you pass out flyers. Now, Vanessa's working at, t at Office Depot. Now, your boss was Dave. Remember Dave with the freckles? Dave with the freckles? Dave was your boss? So Dave with the freckles. So Dave with the freckles would pay Vanessa like, you know, $7 an hour. And then to buy even one speaker, that's like $600. So I'm like, here's the deal. She would come home and say, so did you book anything today? And I would usually have great, great things. And she was never, she'd never beat me up on it, but I would always have like a reason like, no, no, um, but I've got a lot of hot leads. Anybody ever said that to yourself before? Oh, I got a lot of hot leads. So then she'd leave believing that I was making sales calls while she's working jobs. I'm working at Applebee's and Target, and I had a job over at a DirecTV, but she thought that I'd probably making calls. So I work at a call center where my boss at the DirecTV place makes me make every day. My boss at DirecTV made me make 200 calls a day because it's part of the thing. So she's thinking he's probably making calls. No, as soon as she leaves, here's what I do. Nothing, because I'm afraid, and I'm a grown-ass man who's afraid of life. So I pick up the phone, I make one call, and, and it's like, it doesn't go well. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get in touch with your event planner. Who, who, who coordinates your, 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 your parties? And the lady's like, um, she's not in today. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll call back. And I'm like, frick, my sales calls, the script doesn't work, just crap. But I believe I'm exceptional by virtue of being born because I had too many public school teachers. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I believe that I'm exceptional because of just being born. Does this make sense? So because I'm a child of God, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be successful. So then Vanessa comes home, and she's like, hey, honey, uh, you sell anything? And I'm like, ah, oh, well, I've got things in the pipeline. So there's our moves. Some of these moves she discovers old, as we get married longer that I did these moves. So I can, and don't do this. And those of you who've been to a workshop before, I'm not advocating this, but this is what I came up with. This is my system. If I will make 25 calls, I get a beer. 25 more calls, I get another beer. 25 more calls, that's another beer. 400 calls in, I've had four beers and I haven't eaten yet. It's like 11 a.m. I'm fearless. So about the, I'm not kidding. So about 100 calls in, I'm like, Hey, who's in charge of your uh, corporate parties, you know? And they're like, uh, who is this? And I'm like, this is Clay. And they're like, Clay who? I'm like, Clay Clark, you know, calling about our holiday party. No fear at all. No stress. Like I'm a best man at a wedding. You know the best man? Can I get a drink first? You know what I'm saying? The fearless who gives a crap mentality. So she's like, yeah, I'll get on the phone. Boom. I'm like, oh, I set an appointment. I'm on fire. Next. Boom. Boom. Pretty soon I realize this is how you become a day drinker. This is not a move. Right? So I came up with a new move, and the new move was every time I set an appointment, I got to call in to the station. It's called, who remembers the buzz with Mark Waddell on the buzz? 
And so I would call in, and who here is an OSU fan? Like, you really care about OSU football? Who cares about OU football? Who here is kind of like, it doesn't matter? Who here says it doesn't matter? Okay, so this is my thing. I realized that it doesn't matter to me, but it matters a lot to them, and I'm going to have fun with that. If I set an appointment, so you call, it was uh, something that was uh, uh, 460-1430. You call the number, and you call, and they'll go, uh, the buzz, you know, and I would say, hey, I got a, a, a take. And they always want to ask you what your take is because you get on the air, they don't want you to say something crazy. And I'd say, uh, this is before, guys, this is before caller ID. This is a great time in American history. This is still, remember that, cult, remember that whole world prank calling? So, like, what's your take? Well, I know some dirt on OSU. Uh, they got repeated uh, recruiting violations that are very, very near to coming to light, and I just want to talk about it. And they're like, okay. So I'm on the air totally making accusations and claims that are based on nothing. So I'm like, well, OSU it should be pretty good based on what they're paying their players. And Mark Woodell's like, come again, caller. Are you accusing the OSU team of recruiting? I'm like, I know it to be a fact. I will tell you this. I, I have a, a source close to the team that is I – mean, I would just say and – he, and he knew that the ratings go up. People tune into that stuff. So I'm just – and then once he got – all the OSU fans so mad. He would go, well, I'll tell you what, we can't let this kind of you know, conversation happen on our radio station without proof, so I'm going to have to let you go. And I'm like, yes, my work here is done. And then I'd listen to the radio. It's a little bit of a delay, about two seconds. And people would call in just incensed. You can't let a guy like that on the air. And I'm like, yes. And I would ride that wave of success, and then I would get on the next call. All right, Thrive Nation, you are listening to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, and we're listening to audio clips from this weekend's past uh, two-day interactive business workshop. If you've yet to attend, you can book your tickets for the December event by going to thrivetimeshow.com, clicking on the conferences button, and booking your tickets there. My name's Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. Stay tuned. Am more than just a rival, uh, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show is where you find us. Uh, he be the Z and I be the C. C. Teach your business skills from clay to Z. Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. more. The goal of the show is to help you score. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce himself. He be the Z here to increase your wealth. Oh, he be the Z, but he be not next to me. My name is Clay Clark, and Dr. Z is out today expanding his vast entrepreneurial empire and so i attempt to fill his big his massive his glorious sanctimonious shaquille o'neal size shoes and so the best way that i know to do that is to play you some audio highlights from this weekend's past two day interactive business workshop if you've yet to attend i encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and uh, see the reviews up there we have so many reviews from people out there just like you who've uh, invested the time to attend the workshops and uh, we are totally invested, totally committed to helping you get unstuck as a business owner. So if you feel like you don't know what to do to take your business to the next level, you do not want to miss out on one of our Thrive Time workshops. And so now without any further ado, I'm going to play a little audio sample from uh, this weekend's past uh, workshop where we're talking about the difference between successful entrepreneurs, the mindset of a successful entrepreneur versus the mindset of a entrepreneur, an unsuccessful entrepreneur, someone who wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't quite make it. 
So what does this all have to do with you? One, I just make sure we're getting this, okay? Is that you are hopefully going to be motivated to do this. But when you go to page 55, and then you go, well, I didn't like that page. So you flip to page 56. Whoosh, Google started in 1996, but they did not turn a profit until 1999. How long is that? How long played for the Raiders? But how long is that? Thank you for the courtesy laugh. I thought of that all week. Okay, so how long? How long? Think about that. How long? Three years. How many of you could relate to not making a profit for three years? We could. Why did I use this marketing team? Because I couldn't afford anything else. That's all I had. I grew up without money. I didn't have money. I didn't have a connection. Never rich uncle. No one gave a crap. And I realized God says I'm important, but yet no one will help me. And you get alone and realize, my back's against the wall. i got to burn my bridges. Dr. Z's talking about something about a pig at breakfast. So I wish he would just tell me what to do. And then you just make the calls. Now, here's the thing. You go to work. This is what my rhythm I did. You go to work. You go to church. You go home. i got to change it, though. i got to make 200 calls. Then I go to church. Then I go home. 200 calls. Church. Home. 200 calls. Church. Home. 200 calls. Pretty soon, all of a sudden, I'm 20. I'm 20 years old now. Uh, Chamber of Commerce calls me, says, we'd like to let you know, I'm so sorry I'm calling you. It's rude for me to call you. I'm sorry. I, 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 it's a trick I do. Don't worry about it. Um, so I'll call you again in a minute, though, because you probably don't know to recognize the number, and then I'll text you, and we'll book something. So here's the thing is, so what happens is, is that I, I, though, get a call from the chamber, and they said, is this Clay? I said, yeah, it's Clay Clark. And, and hey, Vanessa, I'm sorry to keep putting you on the spot, but I think, Vanessa, real quick, do you remember when the chamber of the Tulsa World came to our apartment to take photos? Okay, so this is the thing, because I'm, I'm like a redneck hillbilly kind of a man bear pig, and they're like, we're going to come to your uh, offices because you're the entrepreneur of the year for Oklahoma. And I'm like, yes! And Vanessa goes, they're coming here? Like to the apartment? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, they cannot come here. Do you remember that? Because it smelled like cat pee, and we didn't have air conditioning. And it wasn't because she's like a bad housekeeper. because I'm a man bear pig. We couldn't afford air conditioning. You know, who here has a cat? You don't want a hot smelling cat. I mean, it, kitty littered 115 degrees. No good. So Vanessa's like, we got to turn that AC on. We might want to like, can we give this woman a mic there, Marshall? Can we hook her up here? Vanessa, can you come up here? Can you mic it up real quick? This is, this is, this is okay. Here, come, let's hear it from my boss here. This is my boss. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry for everything I've ever done. We'll give you the mic here. Okay, so, uh, to, so you're saying, so we're at, we're at the apartment, and you're trying yes. to explain it accurately. Go for it. Okay, well, I'm just saying at this point, you know, when we first moved in, we had, it was a one-bedroom. We had our, our bedroom, and then we had, you know, the office was kind of in the bedroom. But by this point, it had taken over the entire apartment, was an office, and our bed was in the middle of the living room. <laughs> so it was just a strange get-up, and every, every inch of the wall was covered with all of his... Swag. And but it not, did it not seem disturbing to you that I didn't recognize that it was strange that I was going to be conducting an interview with the Tulsa World in our bedroom slash office? I was used to this by now. The one <laughs> parting words I'll tell you his mom told me when we got engaged, she just said, let me tell you, if you marry my son, you will never have a normal life. <laughs> Sorry. And I was sold. I was like, okay, I, I, uh, let's go. Thank so. you. So just here for my wife. Thank you, Vanessa. You're awesome. Okay. 
And we have five kids, so she's a mother of five, so I don't understand how that even works. She can't see me. She's actually legally blind. She's never seen me. That's how we stay married. Okay, so here's the thing is, but you've you got to understand that right now, right now, you're learning what to do, but you have to look at this and say, and I want you to look at this on page 56. You need to, you need to put a checkbox if that's you. You need to write this down. Are you willing to commit to your idea for three years? Because if not, you need to peace out. It's okay. There's a lot of things to do. You can go whack a golf ball and have a beer. If you have enough beer, you won't even remember whether you hit the ball well or not. It's options. You know, there's options. Okay? Now, we go on to page 57, Facebook. Oh, it's so, remember Facebook? Who remembers Facebook? Now, it started out, I, I hate to say this, guys, but it started out as a website called FaceMash. Then they changed it to be the Facebook then he met the guy who started Napster, remember illegal downloading? And he's like, dude, you got to call it Facebook. And then they met Peter Thiel, who started PayPal. He funded PayPal. And Peter Thiel says, you got to get rid of that whole, like, this is how you pick up eligible girls thing, that whole easy women niche probably should be gone. And he's like, okay. But it took him three years to make a profit. And then after the third year, 2005, they had lost $3.63 million dollars and they were officing in the garage of Sean Fanning's house. The guy started Napster. So are, you need to write there. Are you, willing to, are you willing to be in for three years? Amazon. Amazon. He spends all of his money. He goes to his mom and dad. He's been doing it for two years. He goes to his mom and dad. And he says, hey, can I start officing out of your garage? This is Jeff Bezos. And they're like, what? And he's like, I'm out of money, too, and I wanted to know if I could use all your life savings. And so his mom and dad cashed out $300,000, their entire life savings, and that's why we have Amazon. Now, you do another one. Uh, let's go to page, uh, I don't know, let's go to page uh, 60, yeah, let's go, to, let's go to page 63. Get rich quick equals go broke fast. Get rich quick equals go, go broke fast. Does that make sense? So what I'm asking you to do today is I need you somewhere on this page with the pyramid, the page with the pyramid, the page number, I believe it's page number uh, seven, I need you to write down how long you're willing to be committed to your idea. Because I'm totally committed to my wife forever, but she's kind of stuck with me. Because I'm like a dog. I'm just like a well-trained dog. And I, I'm not a well-trained dog. I'm just a, a house-trained man-bear pig. But the thing is, I'm not going anywhere. Now, she has to steer the great bowling ball of business because I will just knock it out, and I enjoy winning. So she'll say, perhaps if you spend a little less time on this project, you could make more money on this project. And I'm like, good point. I'm back to the coal mine. When we come back, more audio highlights from this weekend's past two-day Thrive Time workshop. My name's Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. Stay tuned. And back to a show that's cooler than the other side of the pillow. It's the Thrive Time Business Coach Show. Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And today we are going to be playing audio excerpts from this weekend's past two-day business workshop. If you've yet to attend a Thrive Time workshop, 
you got to go to thrivetimeshow.com. Click on the conference and book your tickets. We'd love to make this a December to remember. Our next workshop is in December. But now, with any further ado, let's go back into the audio as we talk today about the difference between a successful entrepreneur and a wantrepreneur. We're talking about the difference in the mindset of a successful entrepreneur versus the mindset of a wantrepreneur who wants to be successful but just never quite gets there. God says you're exceptional, and I do believe that. But the human race doesn't give a crap about your exceptionalness. Now, the final thing I want you to write down is you are, this is, this is big, you're only going to be exceptional because of the work you do, not because of what you say you're going to do. You're only going to be exceptional because of the work you do, not because of what you said you're going to do. Um, Steve Martin was asked to host a comedy class, and people all wanted to know, how do you get an agent? 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 How do you, how do you market yourself? And Steve Martin asked the, the brutal question. He says, you should be so good that people can't ignore you first, then we'll talk about marketing, which you won't need when you're great. So there's a lot of bad comedians wanting marketing. Does this make sense? So the, uh, the actionable item here, the part I'm making sure we're getting this, the part I'm hoping you're getting is that I do believe in you and God believes in you, but you have got to ask yourself right now, are you willing to put in the work? Because if you're willing to put in the work, it's all going to work. But if you're not, then you shouldn't do it at all. Are we, are we getting this? Who, and, I'm, and if, if you've gone through a divorce, I'm not hating. We've all made mistakes. I do stupid things. I do many stupid things. I've actually given someone the middle finger before church, right? So whatever. But I'm saying is, like, you know people, though, that y- you know it, where you know they're just testing the new marriage. You know it. You know it. You, you're at the wedding, and you're like, this is, a te- this is a test. This is just like a trial. This is a one-year. You know what I'm saying? You know someone's starting the business, and you know they're going to quit soon. You know the guy who just became an insurance agent, but he'll be done in about three weeks? Come on. We all know that person. We've all been that person, I'm sure, at one point or another. So the commitment is the thing, okay? The systems work, but you've got to commit to the idea. So let's answer your questions here. Okay. So top three items on the list to move from high achiever to uber high, high achiever. Great. Um, if you want to go from being an uh, achiever to the ultra high achiever, one is you need to block out one hour per day for meta time, M-E-T-A from the Greek word meta, meaning above. And I've never met a successful person that doesn't do this. Jim Cathcart is a great author. By the way, if you get a chance to read his books, I mean, he's, uh, uh, he hangs out with the, the people. If you just, just Google Jim Cathcart and you'll see this is the guy who he's won an award that's only been shared by Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins, one of the best presenters on the planet. But when you write a book, it's not like you do it quickly. You have to think about it over and over. You've got to block out an hour a day, one hour a day, to think about page number seven. That's all you do. You get out page seven and you say, what are my goals today for my faith? What are my goals today for my family? What are my goals today for, and you do it every day. And if you do it every day, someone says every day, only on the days you want to have a good day. You know? So uh, today, when we finish here today, I'm going to Atwoods to buy more pinion wood because it's, I love the smell of pinion wood. And for $14 a bag, I can buy it. And it repels insects, and I, I don't know what it is, but it's something. I just do it every weekend. I go there, I buy it. It's on my schedule. I do it, right? And I love it. But it's not going to happen if I don't actually go there. So you got to, even things like mundane, like you got to put on the schedule. Make sense? We got to do that, okay? You got to do that. The next thing you got to do is you have to have one calendar where you actually schedule your goals every day. So it's not good enough to say, 
I'm going to write my wife a love note. So here's an example. This is something I did that might seem kind of weird. Um, Dr. Zellner is my favorite man. But you say, well, is Dr. Z awesome? He is awesome. But he chooses to be awesome every day, not because he was exceptionally, God has value for him, but it's because he chooses to do that every day. But that's what we all should be doing here. We need to be intentional about designing our days. Is that making sense? So uber successful, uh, well, uber high achiever. I think a high achiever is somebody who's successful in these F6s. And if you screw up in every one of them, I think if you get the first two right, you win the game of life. If you got your faith and your family right, I think you win. But that's, that's the thing. So one, you make an hour a day to schedule that time. Two, you put it in the calendar. And three, you do what you say you're going to do and 2% more. It's kind of fun now when I say, I'll be there at 6 for dinner. And I show up at 5.58, I like that. They say, hey, you don't need to bring anything, but I do. You don't need to bring anything. I'm like, sure, no problem. And I'll bring wine, and then I'll bring something else. And they're like, you didn't need to bring anything. I'm like, oh, it's cool. And even if you don't want to serve it, you can just have it for later. I'm cool. I just wanted to over-deliver because it's good for me. It's good karma for me. The best thing I can do for me is to over-deliver for you. Does that make sense? So the review is get up every, every day early, an hour. Two, schedule it into your, whatever your meta time is. Schedule the items into your schedule. And three, do what you say you're going to do plus 2%. Is that not rare, Marshall? It's very rare. Isn't it, isn't it scary? Because the clients we work with, it's so sad to see the cosmetic surgeon who can't get a single person on their team to just do what they say they're going to do. Isn't that rare? Yeah. I was working with a client this week, uh, two, two separate clients, and they literally had 800 unread emails in their email inbox. Yeah. And this week was the first time that their email inbox has been down to zero in years. And they said it's almost like a weight off, off my shoulder. Not calling their leads, not responding to stuff. I just say, like Marshall is a guy who I've worked with him for nine years, and honestly, I, 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 if I had to like adopt a brother, I'd adopt that guy, you know, because he just he knocks stuff out. I mean, I, and I he does what he says he's going to do plus two percent. He's earned. I mean, he bought me freaking Steve Martin tickets. He knew he caused my last meltdown, but he knew that Steve Martin's my dad's favorite comedian. And my dad and I always wanted to go to Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's coming to Tulsa. So you got me those freaking takes. I couldn't even freaking talk to you. I couldn't stop crying on the phone. I'm like, frick, he sees my soft underbelly, you know? Because, like, but he knew, you knew the gift. What made you buy that? I, I we talk about it all the time. It's just like the, th- the thoughtfulness, though, to, you know what I'm saying? But to get up an hour before your day and to schedule those things and actually do it, that's what makes people exceptional. Now, the next item here, okay? How many businesses do you own or are you invested in? This is the thing. My wife's trying to get me involved in less things because she's smart, and I'm an idiot, and I'm like, ah, that sounds like a great idea. (laughs) So um, right now, elephant in the room, um, we're selling those franchises starting in January. And for OxyFresh, we've already sold 500 of them. And so for elephant, we're going to sell them. And they're kind of like printing money. They work. And so we've already got Tulsa sold, and we've got one in, I think, Baton Rouge and one in... Denver, and I think we have one in Dallas, and we're just going to sell those, and that'll be the last thing I'm allowed to do, because it's, it's, it's kind of fun. Once you get it, it's, it's fun, but my problem is that I am, I, I'm really good at it, and so I don't want, it's like, could you stop and come back, you know, so I have hard boundaries in my schedule, which is part of why the team can't work after Thursdays anymore starting next week, because I will literally just go, and that's my, my Achilles heel. That's the thing I do horribly. I'm very bad at boundaries at work, because I could just go and when you realize how to win, it's fun. And it's like, those of you who are into like sports, who here was good at sports as a kid? You guys want to shoot one more free throw? 
All right, Thrive Nation, we come back. More audio from the Thrive Time Show conference. My name is Clay Clark. I am a business coach. You're listening to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Stay tuned. This is what the Lord wants me to do. In my heart, I just believe that there's no proof. I think about the chorus, the melody's important, but nothing sounds sweeter than the truth. Hello, Thrive Nation. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and I am honored to join you today on the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And normally, Dr. Robert Zellner is with us on the show on each and every broadcast, but he is out today expanding his vast entrepreneurial empire. And so I am here holding down the fort. And so I thought today, because we had so many people that could not get a ticket uh, to this past workshop, I'm sorry we were sold out there, I uh, really wanted to uh, play the audio, uh, some audio clips, some audio highlights from this past weekend's workshop so you could hear what all the uh, commotion was about. And during this portion of the workshop, we're talking about the difference between successful entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. Now, a entrepreneur is somebody who wants to be successful but never quite does it. An entrepreneur, in my, my, my opinion, my experience, is someone who actually solves problems for his ideal and likely buyers in exchange for a profit. And there's a big difference between an entrepreneur and a entrepreneur. And so we're going to go ahead and uh, go back to the audio from this past weekend's workshop. Without any further ado, here we go. Elephant in the room and just thrive. This, this right here is what the Lord wants me to do, is be with you guys and to help you. And that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's why I'm here. The, uh, all right. So are you interested in any new businesses? I am, but I can't do it. So we built the coaching program, so that way it's boundaries. Because Vanessa knows when we do a business, we never have lost. Every one of our businesses has done very well, every one of them. Um, but it's not because I'm lucky. It's because it's a system, and I'm very committed. And so I'll just praise the guy. But Charles back here with the co-law. Um, Paul Hood first introduced us. And uh, um, your business is doing great. And you kind of know how it is now. You know what to do to open up a fitness center. And if anybody here wanted to do it and team up with you, 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 you know it. You know, you know how to do that. And so it's kind of like... If you're not careful, you could probably, what, just seven days a week? Amber, he could probably go seven days a week for every week and just keep opening a new fitness every day. And so it's that boundary, you know. And so we're kind of share that same, that same grind. So I'm not, I am interested in new businesses, but what we're doing it now is uh, Marshall is your consultant and Robert is your consultant. You get to use our whole team for less than you'd pay a $10 hour per hour employee. And there's no up charges and it works, but uh, you get to see me once a month here so I can chase my wife around because I almost screwed that up. Uh, I sincerely, I almost screwed that up because I won the Entrepreneur of the Year Award from the Oklahoma uh, uh, U.S. Small Business Administration. And the only person in the limo who wouldn't talk to me was my wife because I hadn't talked to her all week. And so she had the witty line. I go, are you okay? And she goes, hey, do you think you can schedule time to see your kids this week? And I'm like, you're so right, and I'm so pissed. And so I almost threw into that. And so I, I'm never going there again. And so because she's, by the grace of God and her blindness, we're still together. And so I just, I, I so new businesses, we want to help you, and we will help you. Like Tip Top Canine, 
those guys were just floundering, and then we helped them grow, and now they're rocking, and that's exciting. But I don't own it. I don't sleep. I don't worry about it at night. I don't obsess about it. It's their business, and we're helping them. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so do you leave a voicemail with the leads? I don't, but there's a program called Sly Broadcast. Sly Broadcast, it's the best ever. So you can leave like 2,000 voicemails at one time. So here's the move. You got to leave a vague message though. So if I was going to leave a message for Charles, so say Charles attended the fitness trade show and I was trying to sell you, what's the, what's the brand of weights of the standardized weights that are the best for free weights? I mean, is there a certain brand you guys use? Is there a certain or a certain kind of, I'm sorry to quiz you on that. Okay, so if I was called Matrix, so I'm called, the voicemail would be this. Hey, I, uh, I met you at the trade show, and I wanted to talk to you about our, our new um, weights, you know, or our new line of weights. Why We had a great conversation, and I'd, I'd love to talk with you more about it. Something like that. But I wouldn't say your name, and it would sound like I'm talking just to you. And then I would hit send. I did the wedding show all the time. It was awesome. You hit send. And it's like, hey, I, it was great meeting at the wedding show, and I want to talk to you about your the bridal prize package to see if you maybe won, and then also talk to you about the discounts. Boop, send. And then just a 1,000 people get the voicemail at one time, and then the phones start ringing. It's a move. So you shouldn't personally voicemails. And then if you're trying to reach somebody, just call and hang up three times, and they'll answer. That's my move. Call, hang up, call, hang up, call. You're like, oh my gosh, what is it? This phone keeps ringing. Who is? It must be an emergency. And then it's me. Okay. Okay. Um, where is a good place to find a business plan template? Um, we have that. Is it thrivetimeshow.com forward slash? Um, we can email. Uh, if they want to request it, yeah. at info at info at thrive15. Okay, do this for me. Just email real quick info at thrive15.com and I'll send it to you for free. So I have it. it it's it's uh, I spent. Um, that's why this. Every time you come to a workshop, this is about seven percent better because you guys will ask a question. So one of you did that today. It wasn't in the book, so I rip out the page, and I write it down. And I'll do this all weekend, and then it gets better. So what happens is our work, our business plan is the perfect uh, business plan. It's, there's never been anything better. Um, it's, there's a book called um, Pitch Anything. And it's written by the guys who built Angel uh, List. No, pitching Hacks. Pitching Hacks. Pitching Hacks by Naval Ravikant. And, it's, right. and it's, he's the top VC guy, and he lays it out. But anyway, Bessemer Capital, Sequoia Capital, all uh, Silicon Valley-based companies, they have a template. And then we've used that. And then because Dr. Z owns a bank and we get pitched a lot, we have got together with the brightest minds and said, what is the best format? And we've done it, and it works. If you have a real thing, it works every time. It's awesome. Okay, so I'll, I can send that to you. Just email info at thrive15.com. Subject line, send me the business plan. We'll knock it out. Uh, next thing, how to protect trainers, stylists from leaving. So the question is, how do you keep stylists from leaving and stealing? You can't, and they all do. So at Elephant in the Room, we had a girl just last week who sent a message in. I just want you guys to know I, I just want to be honest. I had to take another position. Well, we got her on camera stealing clients. And then I fire them. And that is my life. So um, the people that don't, Marshall, nine years. Pretty awesome. You know? So Marshall, John Kelly, five years. I mean, that's pretty awesome. 
Devin, three years. Devin, three years, Devin. You remember that three years ago? Three years ago, you screwed up and you joined the crazy team, right? I mean, Felicia's been with us for a long time. Is that three years, Felicia? Kind of because we when we sold Epic, you left four. So Felicia was the photographer. No one thought would be a good photographer, but I thought she would be good. And then we, she did a great job for Epic. When I sold the company, you had to go with the sale, but then she decided to come back and join the dark side again. So she's back here. But four years. But I cannot put up with people that are not honest, and that's most people. So I'm just trying to help you. If you're a business owner and you're asking how do you keep them, what I do at Elephant in the Room is I rotate because otherwise you'll all leave when the stylist quits. And the stylist always makes up a story. So I'm just telling you this is that like diligent people win, but you're just going to have to, as a stylist or a trainer, realize that most people are nefarious, which means they're intentionally trying to uh, cause harm. So you just got to realize that's the human nature and that you can't fix that. But God blesses the hand of the diligence. So if you find a diligent man or a diligent woman, you found a great thing. He who finds a happy wife, wife finds a happy life, right? right? So it's, 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 it's rare. So you hold on to that possession and you treat that possession well. So if I find somebody like Marshall, I view Marshall as a partner. So Marshall owns a little bit of Thrive. And anything we're doing as we're selling Elephant in the Room franchises, I'm always trying to think of how can I involve him? Because you want to involve your, your people you can depend on and everything. They're the foundation. Concrete people, rebar, does that not help? Rebar, you know? So you want to have the rebar of your business. But the people that are not, don't treat them like partners. Does that make sense? Now, here's my deal. This I call this the knock on wood. Six months in, if I've seen no signs of them screwing me over, that's when I start to trust people. That's my six months in, I'm going, you know, so we got a couple people on our team. It's like five months now. We're kind of worried about this person over here five months in. I, we're watching you, I swear. You know, but you, five months in, you're kind of like, this just seems like a good person, but I don't know because it just seems so unnormal, okay? So that's how you do it, all right? Um, other questions, any, um, how to streamline my business systems and processes. We'll get into that tomorrow, but I want you guys to do is a little quick uh, homework uh, thing for you. If you could just real quick before you go, write down any questions that you have for tomorrow. Just think about it real quick. What are some questions you might have for tomorrow? Because tomorrow, I promise, we'll start right off with the marketing, but I want to make sure we always answer your questions. I want to make sure all those questions get, get, get uh, answered every single day so we're never leaving you guys wanting more. And then tomorrow, we're going to come in and really start off with the marketing. Hopefully, Marshall, you're feeling better. Are you going to do some like steam kind of steaming? What, what's your philosophy tonight? Are you going to do like, a humidifier? You do humid All right, Thrive Nation. We come back more Thrive Time Show conference audio clips. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and I'm a business coach, and I'm super fired up for you and your success. Go to thrivetimeshow.com to download your free copy of the Amazon best-selling Start Here Business Book. 